welcome back to the uh, podcast. This is episode uh, 56 of the Getcha Some Productions podcast. A podcast covering all things related to music production from the first note to the last fan and everything in between. We create music and inspire others to do the same. And on that note, uh, we would like to inspire you to do some play some music. So instead of listening to the rest of this episode, which will be here for you when you come back, shut off the episode, go play your instrument, go write a song. Uh, Even if you write, even if you go away from this podcast for one minute on your phone and write the first line to your next song, um, that's it. That's good enough. Um, Now, uh, Usually our episodes are um, a business meeting, a live business meeting between me and Dan. Uh, Today's episode is um, different. It is actually a continuation of a conversation I had. Uh, This this was a recorded but casual conversation between my longtime friend and co-conspirator and um, uh, longtime musical uh, companion, Justin Wirtz, who is also a, um, a frequent contributor to the show. So uh, Justin and I sat down and had dinner one night recently, and we were talking about relaunching, revisiting an old project that we used to do called Oliver's Musical Genius. Um, and uh, so this conversation, which is actually Uh, the second half of a conversation. Last week's episode, episode 55, was the first half of the conversation. So if you want to hear the first half of the conversation, go back and listen to episode 55. And now 56 is the continuing, the second half of our conversation, um, discussing how we will approach the project in the future and also reminiscing some about uh, the, what the project was all about back then. It was basically a jam band. Um, and it was the band that we were in in high school and perhaps like the first year of college or so. Um, some, some advertisements up front. We are proud uh, affiliates of Reverb.com, a pretty cool company. Uh, if you want to buy musical equipment... Uh, you can buy musical equipment and also help out our show by clicking, by visiting the website and clicking the link in the description of this show. Uh, if you click that link, we get a small commission from Reverb and you pay, no, you pay nothing extra. So uh, please do that if, 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 um, if, you, if you're willing. We appreciate it. Also, Justin Wirtz is an interesting dude. He um, has music on Bandcamp uh, under the name Blank Baby. I will put the, his. Um, I'll put a link to that as, as well. Uh, but he also has a uh, an apothecary business where he creates all sorts of things like um, creams and salves and uh, candles and aromatherapy and such. So I will include links to Justin's businesses as well, and please visit them. Uh, 
uh, if you're interested in any of that stuff. But without further ado, thank you for listening to this, and I hope you enjoy the show. Thank you. You know, for the purposes of like this, this just like launching this as a project, Mm -hmm. I think like, you know, we're going to need like, I want to do the whole like email marketing thing because that's what got me on the road to it. And I want to do the whole story. The story basically is everyone loves a story of like a couple of examples Stories. Uh-huh. I always go back to movies because, you know, I'm illiterate and everything. <laughs> um, <laughs> just kidding, ladies and gentlemen. Um, <laughs> but you doing that thing you do. Mm-hmm. Make, you know, Are like, you talking about the movie or the song? The movie mm-hmm. that, that comes from. Fountains of Wayne. Um, <clears throat> they did the soundtrack. Anyway, like... <clears throat> you think of a movie like that and then there was other movie that I saw I forget what it was called but it had like Tony Soprano was the dad yeah. and the kid he was the drummer and then took over as the singer uh, and there's all this discourse and they were like we're from Jersey and they were gonna go you know this movie no ah, I gotta find the <clears throat> name I feel like it might even be called Kings of New Jersey or something no way something like that you could be totally wrong about the title I'll find out the title, but, um, and that's not the only one. Like people, those stories are always a good, I mean, they're always well, good. Those, those reminiscent stories are always so good. So the only, but the only plot point that I have so far mm-hmm. is that the band is from Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. They are forming a band it's a you know you have a it who is a, who's who is it about the band who right. is the band you me will justin jim yeah well so mike has <clears> got to <throat> be a, a replaying like the and this is like i should we should actually write it together because putting our perspectives together could make for like a much richer funnier, ri- richer yeah. yes um because i mean there were so many fun times where like like, and, you know, we were kids, like, and Justin was the youngest, and no one really knew how to cook, and Justin would come over to Will's while his parents were away yeah. all summer, and we'd have, like, these big, like, spaghetti dinners, and, like, invite everyone's girlfriends over, and, like, there was a lot of, uh... What about the, what about when we would order, like, five Domino's pizzas? I don't even recall that. I think Will's dad would make those spaghetti I, dinners. I, no, Justin used to make them. We would drink wine. We'd have spaghetti dinner. And My brother, room. Justin? Yes. He'd make like a really spicy sauce. He would cook a spicy spaghetti sauce in Will's house? Yes. At least <laughs> once. And the Italian girls maybe I sort of come forget, over. I sort of remember that. Oh, so these, these can all be characters. But I feel like... No, you let me know if you think this is a good or bad idea. But I was thinking we would give... We would have like... Because, each, because there's going to be like... Well, I want there to be sort of like a reality like grittiness to it but also like a larger than life so i was going to give everyone fake names like i came up with a list of like 
a ton of names. Give them whatever names you want. I don't even think that matters. Yeah, but the characters can you all could be give modeled. them all the same first name. The characters all. can all be modeled. Just don't ever even mention their last name. I mean, you know, so many TV shows are like that and movies are like that. You so, never know the characters. So last I was name. the the main plot point is that the, they start a band and the whole point of it is that there's this king in some like mystical realm that they get sucked into a portal or something. Oh, so we're not talking about grit real life you're not going to portray it like that you want to portray it in a totally fantasy world i want there to be eventually an actual children's book about this and i want there to be like okay two so sides to it like I what if it's within the story there's someone who's writing the mythical story within the real story oh, someone's writing the mythical that's story. not bad so one I guess of it's us you is writing the mythical you're story. the mastermind of the band and, and you're writing the mythical real. story and you're even looking back on it as yourself, as... As an adult. An adult, Keith. <clears throat> a dad. Like, real life. Like, you know what I mean? And it's like a hook. Remember this is movie? meta. Remember the movie Hook? With Robin Williams? Yes! I don't think I saw it all the way through. Yeah, so like, you're Robin Williams and you and you go back okay. to the old memories. and you. I mean, maybe you don't realistically like get like whisked away into a pretend world. Yeah. But in your mind, you do. Maybe it's just in all my and mind. And you go back and add, and because you find the mis- the mythical book that you read, and the mythical book is very loosely based on everything that happens in our real life. Okay. Got a TV show over here, bro. I think it's a full on, yeah, I think this could be like, I want to do, you know, so basically it's like the hero's journey, right? So it's like, you somebody comes in, there's a cast of characters, reluctant hero, they never, then they change their mind, become the hero, try to get to this place. Mm-hmm. Okay. It gets sucked into this mystical realm or whatever. Like maybe maybe it's like a two-sided thing. Maybe it's super real life and gritty on one end. Mm-hmm. And when they get sucked into the mystical realm, it's like cartoon. Yeah, it's like, just like a full-on movie, cartoon. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think it's hilarious. <laughs> I don't know how to produce <laughs> something like that necessarily. but Well, <laughs> I, I think it's easy. I think we just hire somebody who knows how to write shit. And we, and we you know, work it all out and, you know, get it done over time. You know? <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know if it's that easy. <laughs> yeah. Just hire someone who can write some shit. Like, I know of somebody. You, you do? Yeah, I know All an right. author. Okay, well, yeah. you know. And I think I think it's some like, you know, I think it's I, something you can just kind of like. Because like something like that excites me and it makes me think like, I'm going to be a writer now. You know, yeah. like something about him. Like, no, it's hard so to write. Shit. I'm gonna be a writer. Yeah, it's now. really hard to write. It's hard to like come up with like a real cogent thing and like then string it along like a, an actual story. Mm, you no, know, I'm fucking. I'm. But the main. I'm giving something up that I want to do every day as it is. When am I? When am I gonna write it? You know, when would we, we no. write something like that? Well, this you know we're writing it now, right? And we're having the conversation. Is then someone we listen could, like, back interview to it? us and exactly like, do right. this. Yeah, ghostwriter. So cool. Yeah, ghostwriter. If you really know someone, I don't know. Yeah, would be I think I can fun. make it happen. But, you know, I would think also, don't forget, it's an experiment. So it's not like you're trying to drop a budget on it, you know? I am always trying. To, I'm not trying to drop a big budget or anything, but, you know, friends and favors and stuff. Okay. You know? Yeah, hell. And we know. just need the and first maybe, email, hey, like the intro, you know? Maybe the, maybe, maybe we just need the storyboard. Sure. You know? You know, maybe it's like, maybe it's all part of the journey. Where would we even start? Well, 
I don't know. There's a lady who should <laughs> go go to uh, Edward Armaro High School. I'm in the practice room, the the room where they do the percussion, the, the class with the drum pads. Yeah. I'm in there. Okay. Is this how we actually met? No, this is not. No, it's not. You how were we introduced, right? I remember. Padawan. This is how the band started. The band started. Wait. This is how the band started. Is this true? Yes. Are you telling me a true story? Because I don't remember. I'm telling you. Okay. I'm going to tell you very Tell picturesque. me for real. So I'm in there, and it's me, and it's uh, that dude with the orange hair. His name was Joe something. Maniscalco? Maniscalco. Yeah. He still plays guitar, by the way. Joe Maniscalco is... And I got roped in. I didn't even know. I never even heard the song Stairway to Heaven at the time. And I had to learn it, and I barely knew how to play guitar, so I had to, like... like at the tablature, buy the CD, like learn it for Mr. DeMarco so I could play with Joe Maniscalco and who played drums? Was it Luigi or was it Jerome? I think it was Jerome. It was probably Jerome because Jerome and, yeah. And I was in a band with Jerome for a while. It was Jerome. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I'm there and I'm playing the acoustic guitar and I bought a pickup for my acoustic guitar for this show too. Nice. And One of those those tan ones that Dean fit in. Martin. Dean Martin. Dean, Dean Markley? Markley, whatever. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I probably still have it too. Sound hole pickup. Sound hole pickup. They're not terrible. Um, and we play it, and I'd rehearse with Mike, but he was, came back again to rehearse, and maybe we were playing the show that night, and you showed up. I at a rehearsal. Up. At rehearsal? Yeah, you showed up at the rehearsal because you were like picking Mike up, I think. Mendito? Yes. Mike Mendoza was singing the song even though he had graduated the school. You were on break. Oh. The show must have happened while you guys were on a break because Mike Mendoza was in town doing this. Right? Probably. You were my guitar teacher, but then you went away to Bard and you weren't around anymore. Yeah. But then I transferred to Murrow and I was just teaching myself at that point. That's yeah. how good you were. I might have still been taking lessons with this other dude, but I didn't really learn much. Uh, but, um, and then... I think that was it, and you were like, dude, you know, we were like, oh shit, you know, like, and I guess, I don't know if you saw the show, or what you was saw I was like, oh shit, Justin. performance, yeah. What's up? Yeah, like, you were like, I can't oh, okay. believe it, we were like, I can't believe it, like, yeah, yeah. like, what are you doing here, and I'm like, well, Mike is like my childhood best friend, so it's my introduction to Mike, I think this and was I thought he was so weird, because he came in, and he was like, oh, yeah, you know, like, this tight, like, high voice, and I was like, I guess, like, this is kind of cool, like... I don't think I would ever, like, it's not really my thing, but that's kind of cool, I guess, the way it's all coming together, you know, like, I never really played in a, in, in something so organized, you know, at the time, and then after we did the show, you called me up, and you were like, oh, I want to start this band, and you were like, do you want to come over and jam, and literally, Will lived around the corner, right, which was the freakiest thing, I don't know if you knew he lived around the corner, not at the time, no, and I just like was like, oh yeah, I could walk. And I was there. just like, I'll just bring, I'll just walk, walk over with my guitar. I don't <laughs> even know. If I, I don't even know if I had a guitar case. Let's say I didn't, because <laughs> I know, I know, I had a Stratocaster, a Squire, and I didn't, have, I couldn't afford the case because the hard shell case that Sam Ash would sell was like eighty bucks. Yes, yeah, so so I got the, the money, guitar. right? So I got the money <laughs> to buy the guitar, and I didn't have a case. And like, you know, back then we didn't think like a soft shell case was worth buying, I guess, you know? I guess. And I fucking took that Squire amp that it came with and the, the Squire guitar and I was getting out of my 
getting it at Eric Amling's dad's car. He drove me home one evening and it was all icy out and I just took a spill and the guitar landed right. And a big piece of wood chipped out. I was like, ooh, like, oh, like as we give a fuck. You know, if I knew what I know now, who would give a fuck? The right. wood got fucked up. The f- whatever, the fucking, was it even wood? Probably not. <laughs> it's probably layers and layers of epoxy, you know, with like a thin, Maybe. With like a thin wood base underneath. And we brought it to Maggio, and the guy was like, why don't you just use glue and then paint it? So we just did that, and it was always like this rough thing. Anyway, I don't even think that was like, and I walked over to you, probably didn't even have the case yet, you know? Like, so, oh, your guitar was already mashed up, like, by this time. Cosmetic. So you had a sticker cos- on it. Cos- you had a sticker on it, right? Ah, yeah, I definitely put stickers all over it, because that's what kids did then you would yeah. just like mark you put st- any sticker you can get your hands on you put it on your fucking notebook or your guitar <laughs> or, you know whatever so yeah and then like I went over and uh, I met Will and I was kind of like oh, I've seen this motherfucker around because he lives around the corner and Will was like he was cool off the bat you know like had like long hair longer hair and like yeah. you know he, he, yeah Will he was, was always like he was cool. cool I'm cool yeah Will was cool yeah and he was funny, and he was, uh, what, what, he's, was actually, I mean. Will was hilarious. It's such a shame. It's such a shame. I don't know what and how or what. I'd blame Joe Seminera for the well, ego boost or somehow. Maybe. But uh, it got so shitty the way, he was such a cool guy. And I've told him that since, you know. Yeah. I don't know how. It's just uh, people suck, you know. Well, at some point in your life, you suck. Especially some moment in your people. life, you suck. You yeah. Know? Anyway, um, but that was it, you know. And it was like from then on, it just like immediately felt like fucking family, you know. Like, yeah. And it was because it was like I wasn't intimidated because Will barely knew, but I didn't really know much about bass, so everything he did seemed pretty good and yeah. you were at the helm of it all, instructing everyone. Yeah, Will had no do. idea what he was doing. Yeah, but he, I would just you teach didn't know him that like, he was kind of instinctual, you know. He was he, instinctual. Yeah, I would just be like teaching baseline and the ba- teaching him baseline was ba- literally like put your finger there. Sometimes it was torture. Put your finger there. Yeah. Sometimes it was And he was like, just playing them by rote, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes he would get in his own head and just like be like, "Dude, what are you playing right now?" Like, he'd be like, "What? Am I am I off? Am I not playing it right?" And he'd be like, "Oh yeah, that's right. That's not how it goes." Anyway, and, and that was it. And like, just from then on, I mean, we went through so many. Remember, even when like Jim would show up with like a sampler and all that stuff. Vaguely. Like, in the end. Yeah. Yeah, we were always trying to do something, and then we like adopted a bunch of my songs, and then it was your songs, and yeah. all those shows at the Spiral, and then. Random people that would never come to our shows would just randomly like come all of a sudden. They'd be like, I had no idea you guys were were good. Like they'd have even like we didn't think we were good, but people come to the show and they would have a great time. Well, I think yeah, because I think we were better than you think we were. Because we were sort of like relatively well rehearsed because we played a lot in that basement. I we did that basement. You know? And then sometimes we we moved it to the room upstairs when his parents are away. We'd move it to one of his rooms. I can't remember which one. I vaguely remember his all parent, that. Probably his parents' room became the practice space. Yeah, man. And then like all the other, all the other like times that like just me and Will would like hang out and like make a flyer, and like the yeah. dumbest flyers, and we yeah. would like put so much time into it. It was like such classic. Like we're making a flyer for our band, and yeah. then, like 
I'd like sneak in and like make copies in the music. In the music, yeah, totally. You know, <laughs> hand them out, and like then we started just like printing like Crayola coloring pages and like you know, making flyers on them so that people wouldn't throw them away. They'd color them. Making flyers. <laughs> For your band is and, like and and the and the fucking mixed demo tapes of the rehearsals like hey you want to check out what my band is doing and like yeah we'd have her we'd have like all these re- remember we had the four tracks we each had a four track yeah and we would like record shit and you know how many times did we just like make these compilations of like the best of rehearsals and like hand them to friends because like oh this thing happens in this jam you know <laughs> and then like don't forget like the times we went to like the music studios like bath bath avenue bath, like that yeah. one bath rehearsal studio I, I think you're remembering the two track live we did which i think was at sound plant yeah uh, uh, electric electric sound. plant yeah something like that yeah, because Trademark had gone there, too. And they did. He did a nice job with those two-track live recordings. I wonder if it's still around somewhere. I, I, it would be a we shame. We played Figmotaxis on that two-track live, by the way. Uh, and I, Laura. Yeah, Laura was definitely a hit. I can tell oh, you. But the best was when we recorded with the guy in Rockaway. It was in, it was in Rockaway, It was in right? Rockaway. That yeah, that was, was um, they were so good, man. Steve? That was such an eye-opening experience. Like, whoa. Yeah. I'm still in contact with Steve Schaefer. Mm-hmm. He's the rock and roll lawyer. The rock and roll... No, I'm sorry. The rock and roll realtor. Ah. He's around. But his friend who owned the studio was like... I don't know what happened to that guy. He wasn't something. He wasn't a social, but they fucking engineered the shit out of that He knew what he was doing. Yeah. He got a great drum sound. And he had... Remember, he had all of his ideas. Yeah, just like... Harmony, Shaker. Yeah, yeah. They both did. No, Schaefer had the, the big production ideas. Oh, was it? Yeah. I'm yeah, Schaefer, sure. I know, had ideas, but I thought that other guy had a lot of good ideas, too. Um, yeah, and that was, <laughs> yeah, that was great, man. But, like, uh, for me, I can just remember, I don't even know. Like, I don't even remember how we got together. Like, I remember skateboarding from Will's house to your house in Bay Ridge sometimes like walking and skateboarding I just used to roll summer night Justin used to rollerblade yeah. the entire it was way far but we used to just be like yo let's yeah. I would roll with a guitar on my back if, if you were rollerblading I'd be like I'm gonna ride my bike and follow you home and then I'm gonna yeah. bike home from there you know like just <laughs> you know the things that kids would do just to do shit you just know? to do shit and the neighborhood was you know I, was, I wanted so much more culture and life and I wanted out of the neighborhood so bad but when I go to visit like my sister like and when I go to visit you and that neighborhood is so quaint and quiet I'm like this is really nice you know yeah. too and it makes me think like why did I even go away to college like why did I like yeah. get involved in all this other stuff like there was a very good community there if you well it is it. New York yeah. so there's just a shit ton of people Mm. So if you want to find somebody to do something, you're going to find somebody to do something if you put your mind to it. Cause just because there's so many freaking people. But yeah, but there's I, a great I remember nights it. hanging out in Mike Mendito's basement too. And then all the times that Jim would have people over sometimes when his parents were away. I remember one time he would have the, he had the pool and it was like a stepdad and his mom <sighs> Oh, I know. I'm so yeah, because he lived. That was when he lived in Long Island. Yeah, man. we used to drive and out then, there. And then there was when Jim was basically staying in Will's house for the summers, 
and he had he had like a job, you know, doing his like tech thing, and he would come around and yeah. we'd like party. Yeah, he was part of the crew all the time. Yeah, and he would even like, and you know, like he, hanging out on that block he, was a default. Yeah. Like in his house, in his living room. Yeah. How many times we watched like who knows? Just like you would be sitting there listening to music, watching movies, watching playing Twin a board Peaks. game, yeah. Twin Peaks, yeah, listening to. I still remember that kitchen and the patio in the back. Listening over to the Bush. Train tracks. Listening to Bush? <laughs> I don't recall that at all. We'd be I think you instigated it. No. no way. It was probably Will. It's probably, it probably was me because... No, it was Will. Because I remember he used to like fucking like dance and really like get emo about it sometimes. Yeah. Like, breathe yep. in, breathe out. Yeah. <laughs> I remember him like doing so. He used to like all of that that stuff. I was very into like yeah. local H. feel good Weezer at the time. Yeah. You know, like yeah. anything to that family. <clears throat> My God. But anyway, I and then I remember all like the Italian girls and Jen them. and Dana and Oh yeah. What's, oh my and, god. And and their other friend who's actually very attractive, Amanda. I don't remember Amanda oh, at all. Oh my god, I'll never forget Amanda. Forget Amanda. Do you think that these people are all going to be characters in this in this book? If if I'm writing it, they will be. Well, <laughs> if they're getting my perspective, yep. I think. No, you got to keep it simple, like an Archie comic, I guess. Well, no, I can only be so many characters. I I think it's got to it... be like a Charlie Brown Archie. Well, community here you know i was thinking and i'm not you know i'm not trying to speed like them at all but you know like fish has a whole thing it's called game henge yeah and it's just a big like it's just a big like fantastical weird story mm-hmm. with all this like you know it's just it's just a thing so i my it's all my my only answer to your like it shouldn't be too complicated is that it can be like a serial, you know? There could be like um it could be like a sitcom, right? You could have the over you could have the overall arch of the story. Yeah. But you could have an episode that's just about who who can whatever we want. Yeah. You know, I get literally it. whatever we I want. I get it. Yeah. It could just be, you know, I'm tangential. glad that you're thinking in plot, like story, story tangential plot. Yeah. yeah. It could just be it could be tangential. It could have one plot point that has to do that re- 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 like that ties it in because mm-hmm. it is tangential, but the whole rest of that episode is just whatever, you know. You watch those new Star Wars shows like Mandalorian and the Book of Boba Fett. I haven't seen Boba Fett yet. Oh man, yeah, this is good. Oh yeah, I want to see Boba Fett. I like Mandalorian. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, I actually was started watching the um the anime Star Wars stuff. I've seen all of it. I haven't seen them all. I've seen just a few, like all the Clone Wars, all the I've seen every everything, even the original Cartoon Network Clone Wars. You got to oh, YouTube that. Y- no, no, Cl- the original Clone Wars. Yeah. Were amazing. Yeah, I know they were so good. I was like, what? Why do people not think this is like? People it's love so it. good. People absolutely love it. Yeah, I. I, I don't know like, why they. I don't know what. I feel oh, like, and then you you saw the the. Um, I didn't see Rebels because that was kind of like Rebels was Kitty cool. from. Yeah, you know what? It was Kitty. Or was it the Lego one? No, Rebels was like yeah. it was more. It the was cartoon Kitty. style was yeah, a little bit more. It was. Like, it was. And I but couldn't you know get what? into it. There was still. I think it took me a minute to get into it. I think I had to be like, just the I'm amount so of dang. just the amount of bored or just the amount of like hungover to watch it. 
but like I definitely got roped into it uh, when I gave it a try. Yeah. Because you can't deny like the common themes over like every Star Wars story, like the triumphs yeah. and the and the. Uh, it's always a be- it always turns out to be a beautiful story. That's so. the whole thing. I mean, I feel like for this we can and and it like we can do an actual band, mm-hmm. but I mean like also for the story, I feel like it's that we have to go back to like a classic trope, yeah. right? I feel like so hero's journey is the only one I know, mm-hmm. which is like but it, that's one more than I know. It's formulaic, right? It's like I guess they all are, huh? I think so. I think I mean, that makes it a trope. Yeah. It's got to have a formula. And I don't know any. I don't know shit about any of those, but I kind of wish I did. <clears throat> hey, Why do hey, we know about it? Because of Star Wars. Is that like what the kind of shit you learn when you learn to be a writer or something? Probably. Yeah, you probably learned about all that stuff. Trope. Oh yeah. What is a trope? I don't even know. It's what a like trope a theme. Is. Well, there, theme is a theme. Why do they call it a trope? I have no idea, but there it's is something. something. Well, you know Graham English, the email marketing guy. Yeah. Has, says that you when you're thinking of your characters, you have to go to this website. It's literally called TV sitcom tropes or something. Oh shit. And it's just like all the tropes. millions of them. Like, and the car, and then you can go I'm not gonna down a rabbit that. hole. Can you make sure that you send me well, down that rabbit hole? I'm going to buy us all the email marketing class when he relaunches. So or we all have just send me the website <clears throat> in the meantime. Fine. <laughs> I don't remember what trope. it is. I got to go back. Did into you the just class. say it was like, trope? it's basically sitcom, sitcom trope. tropes. Com? Yeah, basically. TVTropes.com, probably something. We, we've we been talking for 50 minutes. Oh, my God. Should we stop? If you want, yeah. I mean, I kind of hit I kind of hit a block. Yeah, let's just but stop now. I also now. want to throw all this out so I can take the garbage out. So there you have it. Thank you for listening to the show. Um, please uh, stay tuned for the um, development of this Oliver's Musical Genius project slash band, whatever it is. Uh, please like and subscribe uh, the, for the show, for the, uh, um, for the podcast. Please like and subscribe, leave a rating and review. Please share with others. Uh, but most importantly, just go out there and make music. We hope to inspire you to, uh, to do so. And so, um, you know, the only thing I could say is that if you, um, if you see us doing it and we clearly don't know anything more than anyone else, uh, you should be able to get out there and do it as well. And thank you so much for listening. Bye-bye.